What's up, you guys? Welcome to the April 20th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to do another DFS edition. We've got three games today, Eastern Conference special, uh, with a lot of Eastern with the three Eastern Conference teams. Game three is going on. We'll break that on down with me to do so is Ryan Canas. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Excited for another fun playoff night. We've got a couple must wins coming up. Uh, for the Wizards and the Bucks, of course, and then LeBron trying to follow up that statement game too, and uh, but he's on the road tonight in Indiana. So yeah, after a game that were a lot of blowouts yesterday, um, and I can't I I can't believe how bad the Blazers look. I mean, that's yeah, that stunning to me how bad they, how poorly they played. Yeah, those last last couple games were hard to watch. The, the Heat, if you look at the final score, one twenty eight, one hundred eight, it looks like they got blown out, but they were. They were neck and neck right up until the the final minutes of the fourth quarter, really. So yeah. that was a that was an entertaining game, and uh, Embiid looked great. So Embiid and Simmons, man, one thirty five offensive rating in twenty four minutes together. Ridiculous. And those two. So uh, before we jump in, I want to shout out our sponsor, Draft. It's a uh, as you guys have probably heard, it's uh, the new app. If you search the app store for Draft, uh, you know we talked about it. It's like a snake draft. You kind of pick your players, you get them, they don't. Real, real simple. That we don't have to worry about. Everyone's going to have LeBron tonight. If you can draft and get LeBron, he's all yours. Or you can fade him. Uh, takes a little, as little as two minutes. You can start with just a dollar. And again, just the uh, app store, type in draft. It'll pop up right there. Or you can go to draft.com. And for a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. So again, free with the promo card RW. Um, and then, yeah, it's uh, money back guarantee up to $100. All, all the great stuff that... You know, it's worth a try. Uh, if you want to kind of take it, if, you know, if you haven't been doing well on Fando or DK, it's a great chance to check it out. Uh, again, so check out Draft. Use our promo code RW. Okay. So we'll talk about some draft players. Uh, if you're playing the Dream Team and all those, and obviously we'll talk about the studs a lot. Uh, one stud who jumps out in particular is LeBron. Um, this Cleveland Pacers game should be pretty good. Uh, 209 over under Indiana, favored by one. Uh, Kevin Love hurt his hand. It's a thumb issue. Benched late, but it was because of game flow, not because of injury. Should be fine. Ty Lue also said he needs to get more out of a lot of guys, he said, uh, in a post-game news conference, which is kind of obvious. LeBron totally carried them. We'll talk about LeBron uh, in depth in a second here. Uh, or we can start now. I'll let you, where do you want to go here? We'll start with Cleveland. Uh, how much do you love LeBron and anybody else that you like? Um, I mean, LeBron, obviously he's, he's one of the most fade proof stars in the playoffs. And especially tonight, I, I don't see how you can go away from him. He's very expensive on FanDuel at 12-5. Um, unfortunately and unsurprisingly, he's not in the dream team option on draft, uh, t- top guys, there, pair of all-star Raptors, but, um, yeah, anywhere I can, I can get them in a DFS league. You take them. If you get the number one pick on draft tonight, it's, Obvious. As usual, it's a no-brainer. Um, yeah, he, he's just a beast, and the usage, his ability to fill up every category, and as you said, he just completely, basically needs to carry the Cavs night in, night out for them to advance. So, Yeah, so a couple things. He had a 40 usage rate in Game 2. He's done that 10 times in the regular season, just missed it twice. So basically 12 times he's hit 40 usage rate. Um, they went 5-5 five and five in those 10 games, so it's not necessarily a correlation to him playing well. So, yeah, I think he's going to hit 40 usage rate again, 40-40 for minutes usage rate. Um, again, he probably won't be as as efficient as he was in the last game, so I don't think he's going to, you know, flirt with uh, 
50 points and all that stuff. But yeah, I think he's got he's gonna be a monster again. Uh, I you put you put him in your lineup. There's, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so Kevin Love hurt his thumb on a play late in the game. I was a little freaked out. I was watching that and. It's the same hand that he had fractured earlier in the season, so there was some real concern there. But apparently, he just kind of tweaked it. It got hit by a pass from Oladipo. Mm-hmm. So all si- I haven't seen an update today, but all signs initially were that he'll be fine for Game Three. Um, you know, if he weren't, that would be a different story. We could talk about Larry Nance and stuff. But uh, as things stand, I think it's going to be pretty status quo for the Cavs tonight. Um, just to look at LeBron, I've been looking at the um, NBA.com matchup stuff. And they put Thad on Braun a lot. They didn't put him on him at all in game one. But on nine and just 16 possessions, Thad guarded LeBron. And just that's not using possessions. It's just guarding him for 16 possessions. 22 points on um, a perfect 100 EFG on nine field goal attempts. Um, so that was a mistake. Uh, meanwhile, it's- what's up? No, it's funny you mention that because obviously game one, they had Bo- uh, Bohem Bogdanovich on LeBron. And it actually worked. And then uh, I looked after that game, and Thaddeus Young, it was a one-game sample size, but Thaddeus Young had a defensive rating after game one of like 60.2 or something. It was absolutely ridiculous. So it's just funny how things go. You know, you think, oh, he he was a lockdown defender in game one. Their defensive strategy worked to a T, and then things fall apart in game two. But that's that's the beauty of the playoffs. It's always, always a chess match. Yeah, and then LeBron's also shut down Thad. Uh, hasn't scored in 46 possessions against him. I uh, mentioned Boyan. Uh, fairly decent 42.9 EFG on LeBron on 78 possessions. That's more than anybody else. Uh, Lance was 36 for 15 points. So LeBron's pretty much shredded everyone except for Boyan. So uh, I, I think that Boyan's not a guy, not a bad guy to play. Uh, he's been he deserves his minutes. He's played pretty well. He hasn't been very good offensively. So I think I can be sneaky. Um, I do like George Hill a little bit. Uh, he's been really good on, really the best guy on All Depot, guarding him for 22 possessions for only three points on those 22 possessions, 37.5 plus a turnover for shooting efficiency. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's a guy that I think is dirt cheap. Um, I could definitely see George Hill being a guy that I want to plug in there to get both Giannis, LeBron, and even somebody else that's expensive in there. Yes, I'm. I'm totally with you there. I had him as one of my. Uh, punt kind of scrub plays tonight because as you said if you want to fit in those superstars you're going to need a couple scrubs and one thing I love about Hill is that he's you know it seems like he's over the recent back injury but he fouled out of game two so he only played 20 minutes so people looking back at the box score you know it's just two consecutive duds in the playoffs but I think a lot of that had to do with the foul trouble um, at least on Wednesday so yeah I I rather like him as a sort of uh, bounce back scrub at point guard Anybody else um, on the Cleveland side that you think you would take? I, I don't know if I could play I, Love banged up. Yeah, lo- Love's tough, especially since there's enough decent options at power forward. Um, Larry Nance, I, he's so good per minute, but just hasn't been doing it le- recently. And I don't know, with, with Love healthy, I'm not really willing to uh, walk that blank. Yeah, uh, I think J.R. Smith's kind of interesting because the minutes are going to be there. Uh, LeBron said that they wanted to get back to a familiar lineup, which is why they pretty much shifted their hood out and Jeff Green out. They went with more of their traditional uh, group, obviously with George Hill's new. But, um, yeah. And, and what about Kyle Korver? Surprised he played 31 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it worked. Um, 
just a low end scrub. I haven't actually looked at his price on FanDuel, but uh, you know, if if I'm doing a three person draft league, I'm probably not going to touch him. And... Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think I'm going to play him uh, at four thousand. I mean, it's fine, but yeah, it's, it's actually not bad. I think I'd rather play Jr. at three six though. Yeah, same here. But yeah, it's Hill. Hill is kind of locked and loaded, man. Uh, three six to... only for Jr. Smith, huh? Yeah. All right, I didn't comment on him when you mentioned him because I'm not. Not really into him, but at that price point, yeah, it's worth a yeah, shot. And George Hill's three eight. That's pretty much Locksville, I think. That's way too cheap. Uh, moving to the Pacer side, uh, obviously Old Depot still too pricey for me. Um, again, that first game was a little fluky because he was so efficient, but um, you know, sloppy with turnovers. I think he'll be more like game two than game one. So not a guy I'm after. A guy I am after again, uh, who was just okay, is Miles Turner. He was at 5-5 in the last game, and now he's 6-0. Um, had, had the points. He had 18 points, only five boards, no blocks, though. So mm. I think those will come up. Uh, again, I'm really encouraged. Nate McMillan said he wants the team to slow down and wants the bigs to score more. So And also, too, the, their, their starters have been phenomenal. Uh, Pacers starters have a plus 35 net rating in 38 minutes, so you would think that Miles is safe playing 35.0 in the last two, so... Um, I like him a lot again. It's interesting. So we're we're on the different sides of this coin. Uh, you mentioned your your awful depot on Miles Turner. I would I'm actually the opposite. I think um, Miles Turner. I just look back. He's been scoring in two playoff games, but before that, he was just in a horrendous slump. Uh, I still don't expect him to score 20 plus points. So he's going to have to you know pad the stats with defensive stats and boards, and he hasn't been doing that. I don't think he has more than two assists in the past three weeks. He hasn't had double-digit rebounds in the past 12 games, going back to the regular season. Um, You know, steals and blocks have been uh, sporadic at best. So I'm just not not huge on his upside. I think if he hits 5x value at 30 points, you'll be fine with that. But I just just don't see a lot of upside. Um, Whereas Oladipo, kind of like George Hill, a guy who was in... Uh, really bad foul trouble in game two, kept his minutes down to 28 minutes. But while he was on the court, he put up uh, 1.24 DFS points a minute, which for reference is ridiculous. Um, Highest usage rate of any player in the postseason, almost 40%, uh, 37.8. Edges out guys like LeBron, Westbrook, Harden, Durant, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, with the Enormous usage rate, the fact that he was so efficient per minute in Game 2, and I think the Pacers are just going to continue to run a lot through him. I don't really care if he commits five, six turnovers. I think he's going to do enough elsewhere to to hit value. Do you think you can get Depot, LeBron, and Giannis in there? That's tough, but Depot is almost 3,000 cheaper than LeBron now. Obviously, as we said, LeBron's the, the alpha dog that you want to target, but for, for 3K to spend elsewhere, I don't know. It's... It's tough. There's some. I'm not. I'm not totally against Depot to throw that out there. But there's some other guys that are a little cheaper. Like if I'm gonna put LeBron and Giannis in there, and I think I want to, I'm probably gonna have a tough time putting Depot in there and Middleton and DeRozan. So I'd have to play like your JRs, maybe Jalen if I could swing it. It would be the a true studs and scrubs lineup if you want Le- LeBron, Giannis, and. Oladipo, yeah. yeah. And um, so you don't like... I, I think turn. I think it's really matchup-based based on the quotes. And he's played well offensively, and he's played well defensively, too. The blocks haven't been there, but he's out there changing shots. Uh, I've been pretty encouraged. I mean, you look at other guys. Uh, he's the same price as JV. 
uh, both at six thousand. Uh, Horford's expensive for eight three, uh, and there's really, I mean, Tyler Zeller, I guess, is a viable punt. But I'm a little scared. Uh, unless I hear he's starting, I'd be, I'd shy away there. Uh, yeah, that's the, the best game factor. Yeah, the best argument for Miles might be exactly what you just said. The fact that center is kind of a wasteland tonight. Um, JV is not a bad option, but you know he's only going to play 24 minutes. Uh, Al Horford's 8.3, so he's not cheap tonight. Um, also kind of limited upside. The real issue on draft, um, so we're talking about FanDuel here, but draft doesn't even have Al Horford listed at center. So it, it leads off with Miles Turner, Valanchunas, Gortat, Monroe, Zeller. It drops off immediately. So you really want to try to target either Turner or JV because otherwise you're just you, you know praying that Greg Monroe hits or something. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. We always spend the most time on this Cleveland series because there's so many question marks. But uh, moving to the Washington and Toronto game, Washington favored by two, two eighteen over under, which was surprising to me. I think Toronto's winning this game. Um, Case mm-hmm. and so the big story here is Mike Scott could start, uh, and then Ty Lawson could play more. So that's interesting to me. Start with Washington because Martin Gortat, he's leading the playoffs in screen assists per game. Ty with Clint Capel was playing way more playing time. Um, basically almost 50% more minutes, but they're the same in screen assists. And then Gortat's also fourth in the NBA on the season in screen assists. Um, point being, they run one of five pick and rolls as much as anybody. So taking that out of your lineup, I don't know if I'm going to play John Wall. I feel like he's going to have to adjust to playing with Mike Scott if this is going to go down. Um, it sounds like they're, it's going to. Um, it's not, so I don't know. I, I guess the, the point you, you're playing Mike Scott if he's starting... Uh, I think that's kind of the obvious thing, but after that, I'm a little bit also a little worried. Um, Beal also apologized for kind of a lack of sh- shooting in game two, so that's kind of something to keep an eye on. Yeah, Beal was hesitant, um, just looked terrible, and I, I saw this incredible stat that he uh, he finished game two with a plus-minus of negative 34, which is the worst plus-minus by any Wizards player in the past 20 postseasons. So... Just let that sink in. So a historically bad game for Bradley Beal. Um, you know, I think he's going to bounce back, but I'm not eager to target him. And I was shy. I did not know that the Wizards, you know, are favored to win this game. I don't see that happening at all. Um, it's a really bad sign when you're about to blow up your starting lineup and start Mike Scott, who I don't even – I mean, this would be the first time all season, right? So At, at center. Yeah, at center. So that, yeah. that's huge. And then to play Ty Lawson more minutes after he joined the team, maybe t- t- 10 days ago or whatever. Um, yeah, just a lot of red flags there. So not too eager. And also Mike Scott, he's been playing well. He's got a true shooting percentage of 81.4% through two games. Um, so I, I get why the Wizards are sticking with one of the few things that's working for them. But um, And he's only 3,500 on FanDuel. So honestly, whether or not he starts, I think Mike Scott's going to be in a lot of my lineups. Yeah, 27 minutes in, in the last two. Again, if it, he won't be this efficient. But um, yeah, I mean, no you're going to have to, you, you have to play him if he's starting uh, for a guy that cheap. So um, another small winner from this one would be Marquise Morris uh, because he won't have Scott breathing down his neck uh, to take minutes away. So yeah. I, I rather like him um, today. He's a little bit more expensive than his brother, who we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, I like him a lot, um, especially if, if he's going to start. How do you feel about um, 
And I, I agree. I think Keith gains a little bit. Um, how do you feel about Otto Porter? Do you see any any hope of a bounce back? He's had two quiet postseason games. Uh, you know, missed that regular season finale. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of keyed in on Giannis and LeBron to play on my small forward, so I didn't really consider him too much. Yeah, I don't necessarily think you can. Going down from LeBron and Giannis, I'm not against Jason Tatum, who we'll get to, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not a lot of great options. Yeah, there's really no, there's no small forward that I really trust uh, besides those guys. So I think just put... And I mentioned Boyan's really the only guy kind of on my radar at 5-4. But you need him to hit lights out from three because you want too much else. Um, what about John Wall? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of off. Um, a little too expensive. Yeah, same here. Too pricey and I feel like point guard has more of those cheap guys like you, you know you mentioned george hill uh, i'm okay with darren carlson who we didn't even talk about he's he's at 6k which is a you know it's a safe price point um even Corey joseph for the pacers is kind of makes sense as as a guy right in the same george hill wheelhouse can probably get you 20 20 fan duel points and call it a day yeah uh well also said he lost 15 pounds uh in his two-month rehab which is that's a lot of weight for a guy who's in shape um, so I was surprised to see that. He's been playing pretty well. Um, he's also a little bit better at home, efficiency-wise, so, but not, not enough where it would really sway you. So something to keep an eye on there. But yeah, I'm pretty much, of, of the three games, I think I'm off this one the most. Um, especially with the, besides Marquis and Mike, Mike Scott, who are kind of the easy ones. But I could definitely play both of those guys. Um, shipping to Toronto, uh, Dwayne Casey said he's ready if the Wizards go small. Um, Jonas Valachunas said, talking about that, quote, they're small, then we pound the glass, punch inside, screen and roll, which is working for us. So, do you think JV would benefit from this move if they go small? Benefit, no, but I, I don't think it's going to impact him a ton. I mean, he sat out the final 16 minutes of game two, still got his 23 minutes, and that's all he needs. So, uh, yeah, as long as he gets 20, 24 minutes, I think he'll be fine. Um, he's he's right. They're going to punish the Wizards if they inside if they start Mike Scott. So um, yeah, so maybe per minute he gets a slight boost, but I, I think it could hurt him on the back end if he plays fewer minutes because because the Wizards are spreading the court so much. If you play JV, you know if you hit in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah that's always <laughs> that's been problem. true all year. Yeah, he's he's going to be either half of his value in the first quarter or you're dead. Yep. So like, which is I mean, he's coming up a good game, nineteen or fourteen. So and uh, Serge Ibaka could could gain. I mean, if we're talking about Valanciunas losing, the Raptors frequently go with Ibaka as a small center in in lineups like this. So uh, he could be a, a winner here, and he's been good through two games. Yep, yep. Uh, moving on, um, Kyle Lowry's been kind of just blah. Um, assistive and solid, light scoring. Defensively, he's been basically splitting time on Bradley Beal and John Wall. It's almost like right down the middle for possessions. Said something to watch, but his price is down a little bit. I'm kind of interested uh, in Lowry. At, it's 7-8. I feel like getting him for a guy who I expect to play a lot today, I feel like he could have a breakout game. Yeah, that's it's not a bad price. Again, I, I think point guard is going to be the position where I tend to punt the stars in most leagues, but um, yeah, the, the price point is right. I mean, he's... 2400 cheaper than John Wall, so yeah. I mean, his minutes have been up uh, 37 per game, and he's they've kept his minutes down all year, so they could play him big now. So, yeah, I, I think feel, hmm? 
Oh, sorry. How do you feel about uh, Delon Wright? He was he was he's been big in the playoffs. Yeah, you gotta like him a little bit. His price hasn't come up too much. Um, I think that Fred Van Vliet being banged up has definitely helped him immensely. So yeah, he's gonna he needs to make his money on defensive stats. Uh, we saw him score a bunch in, in the fourth quarter in game one. So yeah, I'm totally fine with him. If you if he yeah, fits, yeah. I'm not like eager to play him, but if you're looking for a guy that's four, like I'd like him if he was more like three nine or something, but. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, or a sneaky, you know, if you're in uh, one of the deeper draft drafts, um, the draft drafts, <laughs> take him, uh, you know, as a final guard. He's o- almost always going to be sitting there, and I think they have him pretty low in their projections, so you can probably sneak him in a, in a many drafts, really. Yeah, but I feel like if I'd rather have Collison for the extra 1.3. Yeah, yeah. Definitely seems like a higher floor little, kind of guy. A little safer, especially because Wright, he's... He's averaging 32 fantasy points in two uh, postseason games, but he's only playing 25 minutes. So that's a crazy, unrealistic level of permanent efficiency. So. Yeah. Anybody else um, for the Raptors? I'm going to check one thing real fast, though. Um, Not not really. I mean, Ananobi, no. Siakam, no. Pirtle, no. Norman Powell, no. Van Vliet's banged up. So, no, we pretty much touched. I mean, CJ Miles has been unreal with the efficiency, but... Yeah, you know, he contributes nothing but points. So unless he unless he hits six three-pointers, he's probably not going to hit value. Yep, and he's uh, DeLon Wright's been on John Wall for 35 possessions. Um, somewhat respectable, 44.4 EFGs. That's kind of average. Only two assists uh, and two turnovers, though. So hmm. he's been doing a decent job there. They've, Wall's been aggressive against him, though. Okay. Moving on to the last game here, Boston and Milwaukee. Milwaukee favored by five, minus five. This is before the Henson news. Um, 205 over under. There's lots of like in this game. A lot of drama going on with the Rozier and Eric slash Drew Bledsoe. Uh, Rozier called him Drew Bledsoe by mistake. And then <laughs> Bledsoe responded he didn't know who Terry Rozier was. Like, oh, the guy that's been roasting you. That's who he is. Um, I'll hand it to you first here. I mentioned Henson's doubtful for, with back soreness, which is big. Um, a guy who's played pretty well. Their starters have been have been effective, but I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I mean, Henson played 37 minutes in their last game, so that's a huge void in the middle. Uh, the immediate, I guess, fill-in is Tyler Zeller, who's only 3,500 on FanDuel and will basically go undrafted in any DFS uh, draft league. So he's a viable punt at 3,500. I'm not eager to play him at all. Um, Revenge game. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's true enough. Um, I'm thinking maybe Jabari gets more minutes because the Bucs have shown all season they're willing to go to Giannis at center. So they could plug him in a lot more there, kind of fill in around him with John Henson and Thon Maker. And then go go with small lineups with Jabari at power forward more often. So Jabari's only four thousand. Um, we we blurbed earlier today that he's pissed about playing limited minutes. Uh, his minutes have been in the teens, I think, for both games. So he's he's chomping at the bit. The Bucks. We saw him have a couple explosive games towards the end of the regular season. Um, so he could be a subtle sneaky winner here. I, I really only play him in tournaments. I'm not too into him for cash games though. Yeah. Um, so with Henson, of their eight lineups, seven lineups that were used with more than three minutes, he's in six of them. Uh, and the other one that is not is Giannis at the five with Brogdon, Middleton, Bledsoe, and Snell. So no Parker there, which is interesting. Hmm. That was used yeah. for seven minutes in game one. 
Uh, and then also the Bucks starters have been good. Ten point three plus net rating. Um, Henson's been, been arguably their second best player, surprisingly. So losing him is bad. And like you said, I think that this sets up for Jabari Parker, who's dirt cheap. Um, he wants the ball. He's going to have to play minutes. He's going to come up from the 14 minutes he played. So I think he's got 22, 23 minutes. He's going to be aggressive. Yeah, I, I like him. Um, I can putting him and Mike Scott in there. You have so much flexibility elsewhere to do that. So yeah, talk about two guys that are what, Jabari's what, like seven, like what's like 4,000? I forget what it was. 4,000, yeah, 4, 4, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Cheap. I like him a lot. Um, yeah, I like him more than um, Zeller, I guess. But yeah, if Zeller's starting, it's risky. I mean, I don't expect him to be a baller, but yeah, if he starts, I mean... Would you would you rather um, just in a vacuum, same price, Tyler Zeller or, or Gortat? Uh, this has got to be Zeller, assuming Henson's Yeah, out. right? I know. I'm, I feel the same way. I think just because Henson's doubtful and he's yeah. probably going to start. Yeah. Although if... if... Zeller's not starting. I'm. I mean, I would much rather have nobody. Yeah. Like I need. Yeah. I need Zeller. I need to know Zeller's starting because I feel like they can definitely play Giannis at the five a lot. That they, they haven't played it much, but they're getting their butts kicked. Might as well change some things. Yeah, and before people get too excited and go out and plug him in as a scrub in every single lineup, just go go check out his splits as a <laughs> starter this year, and you will be. You will qu- quickly be sobered up. <laughs> Yeah, so why don't we uh, let's, let's look it up really fast because I know he hasn't been very good. Yeah, they're terrible, and I think they threw it. I think his starts include a couple awful ones with Brooklyn, but yeah, yeah. So thirty in thirty-four. Yes, I'll just, so thirty-four starts, only seven points, five boards, and like no defense. So like yeah, in seventeen minutes, that's probably what you're looking at. But um, yeah, he should get. He should if he's out. You would think he gets to twenty minutes. Right. Yeah, almost, yeah, I, I definitely because he did start a stretch of games for the Bucks towards the end of the season and put together a decent little run there. So uh, they kind of know what they're getting from him, and I think they can, yeah, they can turn to him for twenty plus minutes for sure. He played like twenty two ish minutes per game in the last what seven games, seven eight games. So he's capable of hitting mid twenties. Yeah, not yeah. not a guy that you're excited to play at all. Um, okay. I think that covers, and I'm locked in on Giannis. Like I just, like I said, I don't, I don't the way that the slate breaks down. Um, they haven't really done too much of a strong job on him defensively. Uh, Horford has guarded Giannis more than anybody else. Uh, 61.1 EFG on 77 possessions. Um, yeah, uh, Marcus Morris also 50 EFG on 42 possessions, and nobody else is more than nine. So that's the plan: Horford and Morris on Giannis. I think he's going to take it to him today. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm all in on Giannis tonight. Nice. Not number two for LeBron as far as must plays go, or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, nice. pre- pretty easily, and then probably a little deep boat for me, and then Wall. But maybe I could flip those. Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got those two by a mile, and then like a pretty yeah. big drop down. Then I would kind of mix and match. Um, mentioned Jabari. He said uh, Joe, uh, Joe Prunty said defensive rebounding are the ways Parker can get off the bench. So he may not want to start him. Um, they, they probably would just start Zeller. That's what we're assuming they're going to do. So should be fun. Uh, moving to Boston here. Um, Rozier. I mentioned the Rozier-Bledsoe thing. He's schooled him, man. Uh, Rozier has scored 22 points and 7 assists with no turnovers uh, when Bledsoe's guarding him. 
Um, super efficient, so 17 shots slash turnovers, 22 points is really good. Blitz, on the other hand, 14 points on 20 possessions used, 6 to 2 assist to turnover ratio. So, yeah, uh, he may not know who Terry Rozier is, but he's owning him. <laughs> so, do you like Rozier at all yeah. or what? Well, first of all, I don't understand how that's really an insult when you're getting torched by a. He's basically saying he's a scrub, but he's torching me. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't really know how that reflects well on you, but regardless, um, yeah, Rogier has been ridiculously good. The the zero turnovers stand out. That's just incredible. He's been lights out from downtown. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty into him tonight. I mean, he's 7,800. He's not cheap. He's the same price as Bledsoe, ironically. And Lowry. And oh, well, there you go. I, <laughs> I mean, I I take Kyle Lowry over yeah. over Rogier for sure, but I take Rogier over Bledsoe. So for what that's worth. Yep. But Lowry by a mile for me. Yeah, easily. Yeah, Lowry, then different tier, Rozier and Bledsoe. Yep, totally agree. Um, what other guys? Uh, we're not on Horford. He's been really no. efficient. Yeah, kind of Even though I was kind of excited because after game one, and he was terrific in game one, Brad Stevens said, uh, you know, we're, we're going to ride him. He's going to be a featured scorer and facilitator, and, and he is. But he still has a 15% usage rate in the postseason, so... Um, you know, even a, a very high usage rate for Al Horford isn't all that impressive. Yeah. And possible lineup change coming because the Boston starters with Baines are minus 8.2 net rating, but with Morris and Baines out, they're plus 12. So, and also, which is kind of crazy. So you would, you would assume with that minus 8.2 for the starters that their main guys aren't playing well, but their top 12 two-man combos are all positive uh, for net rating, which is kind of wild. Um, Brown and Tatum leading the way with a plus 23.6 in 54 minutes. Um, What about Jalen Brown, man? He's been just killer. Yeah, he's been ridiculous. His his price jumped on FanDuel. Um, You know, I'll I'll happily take him on my draft teams, uh, but I think there's going to be a lot of owners chasing him after that 30-point game, too. So his his ownership's going to be huge, which kind of makes him a fade, I think. Uh, especially since he's not that cheap, you know, almost seven thousand. As we're saying, you can pay up at small forward, get LeBron and Giannis, and then spend down elsewhere. So that's probably the strategy I'll take. Yeah, for one point one k, you can go get DeRozan. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm not probably really with that. that. Um, but yeah, we didn't talk about DeRozan much. I feel like he could be really sneaky in this in this spot today. Um, if if you want to construct your roster that way, and you be spend down at point guard. Um, but yeah, anybody else on Boston that you think is worth discussing? Uh, well, I mean, Jason Tatum's been good, but I think his price is way too high on FanDuel, so kind of kind of off that. Um, you mentioned Marcus Morris earlier. You, you said he was more expensive than Keith. Is that right? No, he's cheaper. Six hundred bucks. Oh, there you go. Basically yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I like Marquise more, but I, I mean, if you want to fade Mike Scott and like say he doesn't start. Um, and then you're also, yeah, it's it's just tough. I feel like it's so chalky to play a Jabari and Mike Scott, but it's for a good reason. Yeah, my issue is for 600 bucks more, you could get Serge Ibaka, who's been playing big minutes. We mentioned that he might play more in the small ball lineups at center. Um, so I I probably just take Ibaka every time there. Over more over Markeith, same price. Over Keith, no, I'll probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a toss-up. That might be one of those where I go back and forth in different lineups to try yeah. to see which guy hits tonight because I, I don't see a clear-cut reason for one or the other. Yeah, same here. Um, okay, so I think we're good. We'll kind of just run through positions unless you want to add anything else. Uh, no, we can 
break them down? Yeah, so it sounds like we like Lowry a lot. Um, we like uh, Collison quite a bit at 5'9". Kind of off-wall, kind of off-rosier, a little too expensive for us. Uh, we didn't talk about Shane Larkin, who's played pretty well defensively. I feel like he could be sneaky yeah. at 3-5. Yeah, especially as the, the dirt-cheap player. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to kind of fade George Hill, you can go Corey Joseph's the same price. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say um, George Hill. We're locked in on George Hill. Yeah, and, and you may have mentioned, but uh, DeLon Wright is also 40, 46 at point guard on FanDuel. So. I feel like we both like George Hill over DeLon Wright with a, what, $800 price difference? Yeah, for the well, for the most part, um, yeah. Basically, if that helps you fit in the studs, then absolutely. I think I would play Hill even at the same price. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I think I'd actually go Delon there. Just yeah. so you're you're banking on defensive stats with Delon. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> As I said, I'm not really buying into his per-minute production in the playoffs, but I think if he gets 24-plus minutes, I'm also banking on Fred Van Vliet being limited, so a lot of, lot more asterisks there, I guess. And I feel like DeRozan, we may have shortchanged him a little bit. Um, and Middleton's also, Middleton's 8-2, which is justified. He's been phenomenal. Also, too, they've run so many dribble handoffs with Middleton and Giannis, where, like, Middleton... Or Giannis hands it off to Middleton, and Giannis rolls to the basket. They isolate. They've run that play. I want to say like ten times in the series, and it's, usually it works unless it's a bad pass. Mm-hmm. So I, I like Giannis a lot. Is what I'm saying. Um, shooting guard. We mentioned Jr. DeRozan. Um, who else is cheap? We didn't talk about Brogdon at four five. Maybe he he could be okay. And Jordan Clarkson's also three six. Yeah, Brogdon, and I think. Did you mention he was part of that one five-man unit that they've actually used more than yes. three minutes in the series? Right. Yeah, so, it, you know, if they go small ball, we saw him play 32 minutes in game one. So, um, yeah, there's some upside there. I wish he was cheaper. I wish he was, you know, 38 instead of 45. But um, he's out there. I'd probably rather play Corver for 500 less mm-hmm. just because he's starting and seems like the Cavs want to give him 30 minutes if they can. Yep. He was he was supposed to have a minutes limit, Corver. So he hit it and cleared it, so he's looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm down to go. I mean, if you want, if you can't get up to DeRozan, I'm down for some Corver J.R. Smith action. Yeah, Double and J.R., you, he's just cheap, and I, I'm not at all enthused about him, but yeah. uh, he's so cheap. He's just right in the, that punt wheelhouse. Yeah, that's a lot of calves, though, if you're going to play Hill, LeBron, Corver, J.R. So I probably wouldn't play all those guys together. Yeah, and that's. I think you're close to maxing out the amount you can play on yeah, FanDuel, right. so that's probably not a good sign. Yeah, so small forward, I'm not even going to talk. I'm Giannis and LeBron all day. Yeah, I, I mean, if you want to go down from there, you got uh, Bohan. Um, it's really not a lot of good options. That's yeah. part of the reason we're, we're both trending up at, in small forward, because where else do you go? Oubre's got too much risk attached, I think, despite a solid game, too. Um, Lance Stevenson, surprisingly getting minutes and doing some work off the bench, but n- no way to trust him at all. Yeah, um, yeah so that's that's pretty much it. Otto's, Otto's not having a great postseason. He might still be banged up with that uh, calf injury. So, And also, I'll add too, if they are going to go big, the Pacers, that hurts Lance because they play Boyan at the four a little bit to get Lance more wing minutes. So that would be bad for him if they do go that route. Uh, power forward seems pretty easy. We both really like Jabari. Mike Scott are kind of locked and loaded, but uh, Marquise Morris and Serge are options. 
That's kind of it. Uh, I don't really feel like playing Kevin Love. I'd rather spin up for DeRozan or Lowry or somebody else. Yeah, that's just it. Love's the upside there, especially with his thumb injury. It doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah, so it's it's either do you want to go kind of safe with guys like Keith, Ibaka, Marcus Morris even, or just throw caution to the wind with Mike Scott, Mike Scott and Jabari Parker as your power forwards. Um so that all, that all comes down to who you're playing elsewhere and what your strategy is. Center, Miles Turner seems like a pretty strong play to me. And then Tyler Zeller, if you're punting, I'm okay with JV more for tournaments because he could he could definitely bust. So, Yeah, same here. No, no interest in Thonmaker, um, you know, even, even with Henson out. Uh, Pirtle's not getting nearly enough minutes to get it done. Bane's kind of interesting. If the Celtics stay big, he could he could punish uh, the Bucks inside. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's about it for me. And yeah. I'd rather pay two hundred bucks more, maybe, and risk or top. But nah, I'm I'm off both those guys. Yeah, pretty pretty easy. Uh, it's point guard is what's gonna make or break you tonight. I think a lot of ways to go at point guard. Not a lot of ways to go at the at the forward spots. They're gonna be really chalky. Uh, shooting guard again there's not too many ways you can go there either if you're spending up at small forward so should be a fun slate yeah hope i hope uh, all our punts hit and if so we'll be we'll be in the money all right sounds good so you guys take care enjoy the weekend lots of games today tomorrow sunday for the old quadruple header for saturday sunday i love those yeah it should be fun all right man thanks for coming on see you mike <laughs>